name is Lindsay and I'm your Mind and Health Mastery Coach and today I wanted to talk about on this podcast, why are we attracted to healing others? So why do people start down a healing path for others? Well, usually it's because they need the healing themselves. So a quick minute ago, (laughs) I went to a yoga teacher training. I wanted the yoga to heal me. The teaching part was kind of like only a sidecar. I didn't realize how healing it was. And after 10 years of teaching, it almost became like a drug, a hit of love, compassion, and healing that others would receive. If I ever had a bad day and had to teach, within two minutes of teaching, I was buzzing with positivity. I haven't taught in quite some time, and the withdrawal is hitting me hard lately. I didn't realize how much I allowed teaching to be a part of my identity. In positive ways, I love helping others feel good in their body so they can naturally attain peace in their mind. In negative ways, I took it for granted. I had a little bit of arrogance. I hid behind, you know, for confidence. And I thought that I could really do anything. Yes, I can do anything and you can do anything you put your mind to. People, meaning, inspirational, leaders, thought-provoking individuals, therapists, you know, and, and the like, they don't embellish the keys to surviving and thriving through a major life transition. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I haven't Googled it enough. But Lindsay, you think, you just stopped teaching yoga a while ago. Like, what's the big deal? Sure, I hear you. Let me divulge a little bit of personal history for you in point form. I moved to another country after my mom passed away when I was about 18 years old. Went to a private theater school that ripped me a new one in terms of my confidence and self-esteem. I had little confidence prior to this experience. And the school used to use like reverse psychology to like emit some strength for me. I used to cry myself to sleep every night for a year wondering what my life purpose was. After a few eating disorders and some insomnia, I discovered yoga, kind kind of like a coming to Jesus moment, if you will, in my life. Went to teacher training, taught yoga in four different countries, decided my life purpose was to dictate, to dedicate my, my life to service, to heal others, moved back to my hometown and opened a yoga studio for eight years and had to close the studio for a plethora, plethora of reasons and it completely shook my world. So now I feel like I'm reliving bullet point number three again, which was cried myself to sleep every night for a year wondering what my life purpose was, but I'm a little bit wiser this time around. You know, ironically, as I write this, you know, as I, as I wrote this to be able to share with you today, I'm sitting, I was sitting across the street from, from a yoga studio (laughs) sidecar. I must admit, you know, I didn't have a plan for how long I would teach and, you know, in what medium I just thought. It was the one way to dedicate my life to service, to helping other people's heal. It is really important when asking or declaring what you want in life or what you want to do that you become as specific as possible or be flexible and be mutable consistently because life changes all the time and quickly. And if you're not able to roll with it, it just might roll you over. I really believe that is what happened to me, you know. I am a victim that is trying to reclaim myself, and I very much dislike feeling this way. I'm also very big on leading by examples, and I can't be a mess and coach people. My goodness. I'm grateful for my ability to feel, to feel a lot, even if it hinders me. One of my assets is that I can't feel like this for long. I'm always hunting, searching, researching, learning how to be better, better for others, be a better coach for others, better than better. I want to be freaking fantastic, you know? And 
it's, it was a hard day. You know, there's a lot of cancer around me lately and I'm experiencing the idea of a variety of loss in my life. This includes a loss for a part of myself, a friend, a couple of family members, my house, my identity and my worth. But Lindsay, you think, stop being silly. Go teach some yoga then if you're so resilient. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, I hear you. But I did say that I hunt, search, research, and learn how to be better, but application and action are two things that that can be really hard and activating. Fear. Fear is a little, you know, another little gremlin that sits on my back. It's always around. Sometimes it's louder than others, and sometimes you even feel that it is physically holding you down, and sometimes you kick it in the junk and laugh in its face. However... For the past while, it ain't those last two things. When people call to me for advice on motivation, building confidence, getting out of a rut, eliminating emotional eating, I've got a buttload of advice and I'm super excited about sharing the tools too, but self-application is a challenge. Do you not agree? I'm grateful for my husband, my two amazing daughters, you know, my extended family, my very few but close friends. I'm really grateful for the little voice inside my head that helps me to get out of the negative thoughts and behavioral patterns. The little voice that lovingly guides me that is gentle and supportive. Do you hear that voice too? I don't mean like a voice like Sybil or anything. Like Maybe you call it God or a guardian angel or higher self or Bob, whatever. But you do have it. And if you get down to it and just relax. It will gently speak to, speak to you. The voice is kind, soft, and true. You know, I like to, I have a journal and I write back and forth to this, this person um, in my mind. I'll write a question down in my journal and whatever voice speaks to me, I'll write it down. It's not male or female. I really can't describe it. Another way to describe it is if your intuition had had a voice and you were writing back and forth with it. Hey, whatever works, my friend, whatever gets you acting towards the person you want to be, moving through the crap, seeing the sunshine. We're always in a constant state of change, and that means we can choose the brighter path, not the easier one. Ugh, that's boring. Choosing the brighter path, the long-term path, comes with a disclaimer that Uncle Ben told Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. You chose the brighter path means it's the harder path but the rewards feel so good so tell me a little bit about your voice what do they say to you have a wonderful day everyone i hope you enjoyed it enjoyed listening today take care thank you so much for listening to my podcast i hope you got lots of value from it and if you enjoyed it so much you have the desire to connect with me more well then that's amazing Feel free to connect with me in my free Facebook group, Money Making Soulful Entrepreneurs. It's where I love to hang out, love to do lots of videos, and love to interact. 